Hi there, I'm Dan, and welcome, or welcome back, maybe, to the Shaw Vineyard Church Podcast. Hey, at the end of this episode, please take just a moment to subscribe in iTunes or in your podcast app of choice. That way, you can get every message from our church straight away on whatever device best suits you. You know, it's our hope that the message that you're about to hear in this episode would encourage you to take your best next step in your faith journey. So let's get straight into it. Hello everyone, uh, by now you probably got my introduction, and I'm very happy to be here. Uh, I met um, Vic and Fran many, many years ago in many parts of the world, and always wanted to come to New Zealand, but as I was growing up, I only knew, uh, I knew someone from New Zealand, you know, and guess who's that, you know, name of the person, it was Sir Edmund Hillary, yeah? And the Tenzing Sherpa is from where I was born, okay, that's where I come from, you know? So... That was the only <laughs> New Zealand, uh, uh, you know, history that I knew uh, when I grew up. So anyway, um, uh, you know, I'm so humbled when I heard that he wanted me to come and share here. And I shared this morning. And if you have time, you can, you know, follow that because some of these things that I'm going to share tonight, kind of part of that, okay? And this morning I talked about, uh, I have a father who loves me, okay? And it's, and, and, but I want to kind of like go a little bit further uh, and I'll talk about, you know, listening, speaking, and doing a life cycle for us, okay? Because I, you know, the good thing is we all have stories. And we all have seasons in our life. And I don't know where, which season you are right now, and you don't know me, and which season I'm, I'm, I'm walking, okay? I'm walking with Jesus. You're walking with Jesus. And in that walk, we walk through seasons in our life, you know? And I don't know. And I think in this season, many seasons in our life, as I follow Christ and as I walk with him, I found some helpful tips. And as I know, I'm speaking to my family. I'm not speaking in a big conference. So I just want to kind of like share a few basic things, okay, as a family, okay, as a, as a, as a, as a family member. And, um, uh, you know, um, when I was reading this chapter, this really stuck me, you know, like, it's, you, you know this, eh, Matthew 3, uh, 13 and 17, okay? You go down, and, and you, if you, you can read that, okay? And he says that he, as soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. He went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened, okay? Heaven was opened. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and, and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my son whom I love. With him I'm well pleased. This, 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 you know, the, the direct voice, you know, straight voice from Heavenly Father, okay? The straight voice from my Father coming to His Son. Because Jesus just wanted to just do a few things, okay? As, as He was trying to follow His Father, okay? And a voice came from heaven. And I realized that, you know, I go to church and I do many things as a Christian, you know, I was brought up in a Christian's home and I do many things as a Christian because I was told you have to do this, you have to do this because you're a Christian, you know, and I did that faithfully because I was the pastor's son, you know, and I need to be like, I need to behave otherwise, you know, it'll be a bad testimony for father to stand as a pastor, you know, so I did many things in my, my childhood as, as a Christian, you know, but like when I was reading this, I realized that, oh, there's a voice there's a voice that I need to hear, you know. There's a voice that, that's ready for me. There's a voice that, that, that in my life, in my journey with Christ, I need to hear that voice. And that voice is like, you know, it says like, this is my son, you know. And I choose to be his son. But a, a, a time came to my life that I, I felt like I need to hear that voice, okay. And, 
And I realized that, oh, where can I hear that voice? I can hear that voice anywhere, anywhere, where I'm, anywhere. Does it have to be here? Maybe in the car, maybe driving, or maybe by myself. But I felt that in this journey, as I follow Christ, in this journey as a disciples of Christ, in this journey to walk with him, I need to hear that voice, okay? And I realized that that's a life to me. That's where my life starts. That's my, my spiritual life. That's my, my, my sonship starts. That's where I start and say, yes, I heard your voice. Yes, I heard your voice, my father. I heard your voice. And I, that just gives me strength and encouragement. And, and that just gives me joy. And it's so good to hear that, you know? Like, I'm a, I'm a normal human being, you know, and I have a son. And many times I look to my son and I say, I love you, my son, you know. And just the, the, the face, his face just smiles, okay. What will happen? A dad just looks at to, to his son and doesn't say anything. You know, I like to hear my wife saying to me just this morning before we started, you know, uh, as worship was happening, she grabbed my hand and, and I, was, I was just trying to hear, you know, and I was praying, and she came to my ear and said, Papa, I love you. That one voice, that one sentence just changed me within. You know, it's just something, I don't know, like, I see a lot of young couples. I think so many young couples got married, and you said, I'll marry you. I think because you heard that voice from the man or woman said, I love you so much. I love you. I think that the sentence gave you something because of sentence, I think you choose to be husband or wife. Yeah, it makes sense. You choose to, you know. So there's the father, you know. There's, there's, there's this, this listening thing is so important. As we gather here, as we gather here, the father's saying, the father's saying that sentence this morning, you know. No, where is that? Oh, it's saying, I can read it, it's saying, my son, my daughter, you know. Yes. So I'm kind of like in this, this, this life cycle. I'm starting with this, you know. Like I call it, he was, he was coming out of the river, you know. He was coming out of the water, okay. And this water is the fountain, you know, that flows from the throne. Revelation, a book of Revelation says there's a, there's a fountain of life, you know, that flows from heaven straight to, in, in our hearts, you know. And that fountain of life is, is this, you know, the word that the Father is saying, I love you. And we gather here to hear this word. We gather, gather here to hear this, his father's heart. We gather here tonight to, to feel this, his love for us, okay? And without this, without this listening, if I don't hear this, I'm lost. I can do many things as Christians, you know, but like, yeah, it's, it becomes a ritual. Because I grew up in a country where so many religious people do hundreds of rituals, okay? It's always trying to please the, their gods, okay? But here am I, you know, sitting here and... And all I'm trying to do is coming out of the water, okay? It's like coming to the church. Coming to your father, I'm here. It's like I'm coming, I'm trying to find where the water is flowing. Maybe in the worship, maybe in the sermon, maybe in the church, maybe in the community life. There's something flowing straight from the throne of God. That's the life, okay? The living water flowing. And you come out. You have to come out in that water. Okay? You have to get inside that water, okay? And, it's, and the father's voice will say, I love you. And you know what? Tonight... I feel like I need to pray for a lot of people here. I don't know where you are, but the Father's love, the Father's love is here for you that he's going to heal you and he's going to free you. He's going to like, you know, open a door for you. He's going to do miraculous things in your life. He's going to change. Anyway, that's listening. I'm here and we are gathered here to hear the Father saying, you know, I love you. 
And then what happens, okay? Now you go, now you go to the other, other verse, you know. And then right after Jesus hears the voice from the Father, right after Jesus hears the voice from the Father, he's in the desert, okay? There's no water. It's, 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 it's barren. It's, it's hot. It's, there's no greenery. There's nothing there. Jesus, Jesus is there, okay? And if the tempter comes, the tempter comes, okay? And the tempter says, you know, you know, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Wow. Jesus answered, it's written, man shall not live by bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. This is another season in our life, you know. We, we are so loved by the Father. When we are in this kind of situation, we feel Father's love. But sometimes, you know, as soon as we are out of this situation... When we are by ourselves somewhere, nobody sees us, nobody meets us, kind of like loneliness in our homes, you know. Like I feel that I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm just like, like Jesus, in the, Jesus in the desert, you know. And then I get into so many, you know, I get into so many kinds of like, like, like you know, my own world, you know. I get into temptation, I get into, you know, I become selfish, I, they, nobody's watching me. I get into, I get into, I, I, I will get, I'll be driven to my own, own desires of my heart, you know. But interesting when Jesus was alone, you know, because in the water, in the, in the water, there's so many people because John was baptizing him. You know, there's a bunch of people around Jesus. So there's a lot of crowd, you know. In this crowd, Jesus hears the voice from the Father. Right after that, he is in the desert, okay. That's another season that Jesus had to walk through. And in this, in this season, he was not hearing what the Father was saying. In the desert, Jesus didn't hear the Father's voice. Jesus was not, there's no voice coming from heaven. But he was tempted by this another voice. The voice was from the tempter, from the devil. So there's a season in my life I sometimes find that, I, you know, I wish I can only hear the Father's voice. But in my season as a follower of Christ, I need to discern which voice is speaking to me. And suddenly I find here, oh, Jesus heard another voice, and that voice was not from the Father. And in, when the voice came, he chose, he chose, he chose to speak out of the love that he received from the Father, he said to the devil, get lost. So, you know, like there's a time that, that, that I realized that I need to, I need to come to a place where I'm not hearing anything. I'm not hearing Father's voice. I'm not in the music. I'm not in the worship sessions. I'm not around, you know, come by myself. And all these voices are coming to me. I find myself in that season and in the season because I had heard, because I had heard the Father saying, I love you. With that word that's deep inside me, I need to say in that season, devil, you get lost. I need to know the, which voice is speaking to me. And because I was loved by the Father, I can fight against those voices like Jesus did it, okay? I remember one story. Uh, I'm a missionary in Kathmandu, and, you know, Christians are persecuted, and it's hard to say, uh, you know, who you are, okay? So we always try to deflect our identity, okay? So in Kathmandu, I always come and go out of the airport, and there's all of immigration, you know, officials who will ask you, oh, you are a, you are a, you are a foreigner here, Okay, what you do here in Nepal? So I was always trying to avoid, you know, how to answer rightly, okay? And I always said, oh, I'm a businessman, okay. So I was kind of like, you know, past that immigration check by saying I'm a businessman because I had a business too. I was like fearful to say I'm a pastor, you know what I'm saying? So because it's easier to just say businessman and not get more questions by the immigration officials. So I just said I'm a, I'm, I'm a businessman. 
But deep inside, I was saying that, oh, I'm not, I'm not being faith, I'm not being truthful. I need to just say I'm a pastor, but if I say pastor, then I get in trouble, okay? So I had this fear in my life, you know? So one day I thought, no, I need to get out of this fear. I need to just say I'm a pastor. And so I was struggling, I was struggling. And as soon as I get there, immigration guy was there, you know? So I was like, oh, oh maybe I'll just say, I'll just say I'm a businessman and then my heart says, just say you're a pastor. Or then I'm struggling. I should just say I'm a businessman or I should say I'm a pastor. Because if I say I'm a pastor, I get in trouble. I just say I'm a businessman, but I'm not a businessman. I do a little bit of business. I, uh, yeah. I, I walk with that fear many years, okay? Then I finally you know, gathered this courage, okay? I was like, okay. And there's this, this immigration official. You look at me. He had this Nepali cap. You know, and in Nepal... The way the Christians greet each other is by saying Jai Masi. Can you say it? Jai Masi, okay? When Christians meet, they say Jai Masi, they say Jai Masi, okay? So this immigration guy, I showed my passport. Oh, you are Indian. Why are you here? Oh, I live here. What you do here? I like what you're doing in my country. Every time that's how they ask me, you know, like look at straight and... Uh, so I thought I should just say, I just, just say, businessman. That's what I used to do. But deep inside, I was saying, no, I'll just say who I am. In the midst of all this, there was no worship happening. There was nothing was there. Was, I'm a scared man, you know, I'm scared. Then I just gathered the courage and I said, I'm a pastor. As soon as I said, I was hoping that he's going to be like, well, that. He looked at me and said, Jai Masi to me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the guy was a Christian. I was like, oh, wow, you know, oh, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was nobody ever expecting that immigration guy to be a Christian in Nepal, okay? So I was trying to avoid and I was trying to hide my, <laughs> you know, true identity. But somehow, I felt that I'm in the desert, okay? And these voices are talking to me and saying, like, just call, tell yourself, you're a businessman and get out of this situation. I did many times, but I realized that, oh, nobody's here. If I, I can see anything to, nobody will listen to me. Nobody will hear what I'm saying. I'll not be exposed, you know, I'll not be exposed. So, I, but deep inside, I was saying, no, no, you just tell who you are. And I just, as soon as I said, I'm a pastor, he suddenly, his face just, and looked at me and said, Jai Masi, you know, I said, Jai Masi. He's like, huh, oh, just suddenly started, oh, in my journey, you know, these voices start talking to me, you know, like Jesus. I said, get lost, you know. Man shall not live by, you know, bread alone. I had to speak against those voices. And you can go down, you know, there's a, there's a lot more. I don't want to go there, you know. And so, so you know, in, in my journey, you know, like uh, here and then, I can go on and on. There's a scripture reference, you know. So, two, 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 two phases of my life, you know. I heard the Father's love. I heard his voice. And now here am I. I need to speak against other voices, okay? Because not just he loved me, I need to love him by saying, you know. I think when Jesus said that, I think maybe the Father looked from above and said, yes, I'm proud of you. You know, sometimes I think our actions, you know, glorifies God. Our actions, you know, uh, brings, you know, praise to his, his throne, you know. Our actions, the way we are, the way we act, the way we say, the way we behave, you know. And then what happens? 
So Jesus went through these two, two phases, okay? And then Matthew 4, 12 to 14, you know, if you go there, down there, Matthew 4, 12 to 14. Can you, can you see that? Yeah. And then what happens? When Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he withdrew to Galilee, leaving Nazareth. He went up and lived in Capernaum, which was by lake in the area of Zebulun and Naphtali, to fulfill what was said through the prophet Isaiah. And in Matthew 4, 17, Jesus says, from that time on, Jesus began to preach. Jesus began to preach. So in, in the life of Jesus, he was in the water. He was in the desert. And now he ended up in the city. And in the city, he started preaching. He was confident. Then I realized that if I do these two things together, then I'm so confident, you know. I hear his voice. I can speak against these voices. That's how I love my father. Then I can stand. I can stand and say, I can preach. Then I can be a witness. Then I can really share the father's love because I've lived that life. These this, this three things I realized that, oh, Jesus had to start with that. He had to come to the, to the water. And here's the father saying that, that father loves him. And then he was in the desert getting tempted. And now he's in Capernaum in the city. And in the city he started his ministry. And then I realized that, but there are so many people who do ministry. Everyone is doing ministry, 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 yeah? Everyone is doing ministry. And I read a chapter that really spoke to me, Luke 9, 49, 50. This is very important, Luke 9, 49, 50. It says, Master, said John, we saw someone driving out demons in your name. Wow. And we tried to stop him. Because he's not one of us. Do not, and Jesus said, do not stop him. Jesus said, for whoever is not against you is for you. This is the one passage in the Bible that talks about John saying, because John and Jesus all doing ministry, they were doing all, you know, busy doing ministry. Suddenly John sees somebody doing ministry and catching out demons in the name of Jesus. Surprise! Yeah? And in the name of Jesus, so this group of people, you know, there's someone, there's a group of people doing ministry, and they're using the name of Jesus that John doesn't know, the disciple doesn't know, Jesus doesn't know, and they're using the name of Jesus and casting out demons. And I realized that, oh, wow. We can use the name of Jesus and do many miraculous things. Because Jesus' name is powerful. His name is all. In his name, when the, when, the, when the Saturn, when the devil hears his name, they'll run away, flee. So we can use the name of Jesus and do many ministries and miracles, things in this earth. We can plant churches. We can do run, you know, country to country. And, you know, name of Jesus, name of Jesus, name of Jesus. Then I started thinking, like, but, but what is the difference? And you know what? If you go down to... The, the Matthew, you know, chapter uh, 25, you go down to the verse, you know, and Matthew 10, it talks about, you know, in the end time. The Lord will say, Lord, in your name, I planted churches. I've cast out demons. I've done this and I've done in your name, in your name. And the Lord will say, I don't know you. 
You know that verse? The Lord says, I don't know you. You flee away from me. And I was thinking like, but like, Lord, here am I. You know, I have driven, I have driven demons when I pray. I have healed people when I pray. I have prophesied. I have given words of knowledge to, when, when, I, when I preach. I've done many things. But I started realizing that what's the difference between this group and, and, and the group that Jesus was leading. And I found that, that I don't want to just, then I realized that in this life cycle, I was thinking that I don't want to be in this group who is just using the name of Jesus. I want to be in this group where Jesus is. You realize what I'm saying? I want to do whatever that I need to do, supposed to do, and call me to do with Jesus. There's so many of us, I realize that in this world right now, you know, in the name of Jesus. Yeah, good, good, good. And there's miraculous things happening. And we sometimes get, get confused that, oh, yeah, there's so much actions happening. And it's all good. I think people are getting freed. That's not bad. People are getting healed. That's not bad. That's, that's, that's good stuff. Yeah, it's all good stuff. In the name of Jesus healing people, do you think that's a bad thing? No, that's a good thing. So in the name of Jesus, there's all good things happening. Then I started realizing that, no, I need to be on this side. I need to be on this side. You know, I need to be on this side where Jesus is actually doing the stuff and I'm called to be part of it. And I'm just realizing that in my journey, am I hearing the Father saying, I love you. In my journey, am I saying, I love you, Father, because I just said no to that temptation. I just said no to that voices. Father, I love you. I just said no to this. I just said no to that because I love you. And then when I'm in the city, am I with Jesus? Or am I just using the name of Jesus? What will happen if Vic comes to my house and he says, he says to me, Noel, I've never met your wife. I want to meet your wife. And I will say, okay, Vic, here's my wife's room. You know, she's her dress. This is her jewelry. These are photos. This is all her room. This is her sandals. And this is her bed. This is her bathroom. I can go half an hour. You know what happens after half an hour? You're thinking, no, where's your wife? I'm not here to, you know, I'm not here to, uh, to see your wife's clothes or jewelry or, you know, the bathrooms. I'm, I'm, I want, to, where's your wife? Then, then I'm caught. Many times, you know, like in our journey, there's so many of Jesus, you know, names in our life, you know. So many of Jesus stuff going on, you know. So many, so, oh, Jesus, 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 you know, from top to bottom, nice. Jesus, even those songs as Jesus, yes, nice. Hallelujah, yes. And I'm thinking like, nothing wrong. People are getting saved. People are getting healed. Demons are getting cast out. Nothing wrong. But I just, oh, I want to be wise. I want to be wise. I want to be wise. I want to be wise in this journey, in this path, in this, in this walking with Jesus. I want to be wise. I want to, I want to get to this river and say, okay, I want to come out of the river because I just had, I just had a one hour of worship sessions. You know, I was in this, this worship, this river called worship. I just had a blessed time. Father, I need to hear that. So in this one, the worship is happening. When something's happening, doing together, I'm always waiting. I'm always saying, Father, can you say that again? Can you say it to me? There's something that's 
blocking that voice. There's something that's, that's, that's not allowing me to hear your voice. I want to hear that voice all the time. Saying, no, I love you. And when I hear that, I'm ready. And yes, then I can, I can discern which voices are coming. I can really discern. Because when I get used to hearing the Father's voice, I know, <laughs> you know, the, the scripture says, the sheep hears my voice and knows my voice, you know, understands his voice, you know. I, I want to ask you, you know, like, like, friend, like, if, if Vic says something, do you know is his voice or someone's voice? Yeah? Why? Like, who taught you that? Just, just because you always heard that voice, I think. You are, you, you, you are used to hearing his voice, yeah? Yes? So more we hear the Father's voice, the more we can say which voice is which voice is leading us? Which voice is behind us? Which voice is distracting us, you know? Sometimes we miss that. Because sometimes we think every voice is God's voice. We think that we have so, so many voices, you know, now. So many voices, you know. Everybody wants to speak. Every voice has something to say nowadays, you know. You open the Facebook, you open Instagram. You open, everybody has something to say. Something to say. Everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody has something to say. In the midst of all these voices and all these noises in this world. And all this crazy, you know. Life cycle. I want to go from this cycle. You know, I want to say, okay, every day I come, Lord, okay, I heard your voice. I move out, okay, and it's not, it's not his voice. I can just deny, I can just, yeah, no. Yeah, it's here. And then you're in the city, yeah? And in the city, you walk with him. Oh, others are doing this. A lot of people come to me. When we plan, they want to do this and they want to do that. They want to do this and they want to do that. They want to do this and do that. In the name of Jesus, you know. And I pack and say, Lord, is it you? The Lord says, no. I said, like, let's not do this. No, this is great. Yeah, great. But the Father's not saying. Father's saying, just, just hide. You know. Because sometimes in my life, the success people rate as a, as a pastor is like, more you are busy, Think that you are, you are, you are, you are, what do you call? You're more you're busy, you're more popular, or more you're famous, or more you're big man of God, you know? Sometimes, you know, more busy or more man of God, you know? So I realized that, no. Sometimes, sometimes my father says, no, sleep three days straight. And people come and say, oh, what's the pastor doing? Oh, he's sleeping. Oh, what's the pastor doing? Oh, he's sleeping. What's the pastor doing? He's sleeping. Oh, we have the lazy, lazy pastor, yeah? Oh, he sleeps all the time. He eats too much. His wife makes good food and he's always sleeping. Yeah, he's not working, you know? And I said to them, Father hasn't made me a horse that I have to run. He made me a son. He wants his son to rest, you know? Sometimes I am so busy, I don't complain. Because the father is busy, I'm busy, no problem. He's with me, I'm with him. A lot of people say that, well, do you get burnt out? I, don't, I, I have a problem with that. It's like, as long as I do things with the Father, I don't think I'll get burnt out. But if I do without Jesus and using his name, maybe I'll get burnt out. I know when to step, when to talk, because I have this season going on. So this is a life cycle, I say. You know, you move from the river. You're, you're by yourself in the desert, in your city. But the wise thing is, no name with him. He's called us. He wants to, he wants to, he just wants to, you know, like gather us around him, you know. One of the qualifications of, you know, apostles was like, they quickly used to gather around Jesus, you know. 
and talk. They would scatter, go preach, quickly gather on Jesus and talk. Quickly, you know, the apostles go, go, come back, and on Jesus, and on Jesus, and on Jesus. So important, you know, for me, and like to, you know, this morning, I was thinking, Lord, what you have in our life. I don't know which cycle you're going through, you know, which season in your life, you know, but I know we have choose, we have chosen, you know, we have chosen this path to follow Christ. You know, he's our father, you know. We have chosen our, this path to walk with him. He's called us to walk with him. You're not by yourself. You're not alone, you know. Anything happening in your life is not by mistake or by accidents or by, by because of, you know, something happened, because your forefather did something or because your boss did something or because you had a proper education or because you went that and this. No, 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 no. God's hand is on your life. You believe it or not, God's hand is on your life. He knows when you're going to breathe last. You know that? Even if we are so dependent on God that even when we sleep, if he doesn't wake you up tomorrow morning, next morning, <laughs> then pretty much who's in charge of waking you up in the morning, next morning, he is so much, he loves us. His father loves us, you know. He wants to walk in all this cycle, you know, in different seasons. But in all seasons, he's there for you. He's there. You know, I don't know, maybe if you need to come tonight to this river, he's there for you. And if, if, you're, if you're healthy, if there's a voice speaking to you tonight, you say no. And stand against that voices. And you choose, you choose to be with the Father, walk with the Father. And once you do that, you can be a witness in the cities, you know. And when you, when you become a witness in the cities, in your, in your home, in your family, in your work situations, there's a Father with you who's going to help you and make a way for you and open doors for you. It's so healthy. So as we gather tonight. I like to end with a prayer. I like to to come, you know. I don't know where I'm going, but I think just close your eyes and find where you are. You know, in your journey, where you are, you know. And the Father is going to like speak to you tonight and say, my daughter, I'm proud of you. I'm well pleased with you. And with that voice, once you hear that, you can go home tonight. And all those voices doesn't make a difference in your life. Other voices become so dull and pale and colorless. Other voices doesn't attract you. Other voices doesn't win you. Because you'll have the voice by that time and with that voice you can say, Father, in the midst of all these voices, I will love you. Hey, once again, thanks for listening. And if you're in the Forest Hill or the Bays area of Auckland's North Shore, we would so love to have you at our next service this Sunday. You can get details on service times and more info on our kids and student environments by visiting svc.org.nz. That's svc.org.nz. Hope you have a great day and we'll see you next time here on the podcast.